Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Thursday and welcome here to another edition of Husker Online Headlines. Sean Callahan, Steve Sippel, we're going to be with you here for about the next hour as Sip and I uh, get ready to head out to Madison on Friday. And I'm looking forward to that trip, Sip. It's always one of my favorite trips. Uh, but we've got a lot of news and headlines to get through as we do every week. We bring you what we think are the five biggest headlines as we go into the weekend. Um, things we've learned here throughout the week. And let's get right to it here as we kick off Husker Online Headlines. Quarterback questions loom large for Nebraska as the Huskers get ready to head out to Wisconsin. Now, we heard from Matt Rule on Thursday. Heinrich Harburg is going to try to practice a little bit Friday. Um, and Harburg, he said, will be available in some capacity. What does that mean? Em- emergency role, whatever. Um, but you get the sense that this is getting to be, a, it's going to probably be a Chubba Purdy day. But, you know, Jeff Sims and Chubba have repped all week. Uh, but again, Chubba's got injury issues. I love this. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I don't have enough fun in my life or what, but I really enjoy going to kickoff and not knowing who the quarterback's going to be. It'll be fun to see who. It'll be sort of fun to see who trots out there, right? It could be any of the three, really. I know we've been saying you've been saying Chuba. You don't know. Nobody knows. Um, it's really interesting. Fascinating. It's good that Wisconsin doesn't know. If you're a Nebraska fan, you like the fact Wisconsin doesn't know. And they they all are a little different. I mean, they each kind of have different things to them. And I will say, Cheva Purdy is more explosive as a runner than most people ever would have given him credit for. And you saw that last week. I mean, he blew by Maryland's defense where Jeff Sims and Heinrich Harburg weren't really running it at that level. Yeah. Yeah, Chuba can run a little bit. It's, and well, to say it one more time, we say it every time we talk about it, but he, he was a dual threat quarterback in the class of 2020, the number seven the number seven ranked quarterback, dual threat quarterback in the class of 2020. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see about Chubba. I don't want to build him up into something he's not. He hasn't shown much at Nebraska. I mean, he, he has the advantage this year of not playing, basically. Um, he has the advantage of only playing 11 plays. So people, they kind of forget how much he struggled last year. I don't know what he's got. I don't know what he's going to look like if he has to play a whole game. Um, maybe he'll look really good. He, he just it's hard to know. I always go back to Scott Frost when he was here. Like he really thought that Chubba Purdy could give Casey Thompson a run. Yeah. I mean, they brought Chubba. I mean, remember Oklahoma wanted Chubba Purdy and Nebraska beat out Oklahoma to get Chubba Purdy here back then when they already had Casey Thompson. Yeah. Hell he went to Florida state out of high school. I mean, he's, he's regarded as a big time quarterback. We just haven't seen it. And he was Mike, Mike Norvell's first quarterback recruit. Right. So here's what I hope, Sean. I hope these guys, these three guys, Chubba Purdy, Jeff Sims, and Heinrich Harburg, in their quiet moments, talk to each other and and say, look, guys, this is a good team, but we're screwing it up right now. I mean, we've screwed it up. 
We have 22 turnovers out of the 27. This is a good team. We got good defense. Our special teams has come around pretty well. We have a pretty good offensive line. Even our four-string running back's pretty good. But we have screwed this up. Don't let – the quarterback position should be the one leading Nebraska into bowl qualifying status, not dragging it back. I hope that they they understand what's going on here. It's, it's really on them now. And I will tell you what's going to be a huge off-season topic of discussion as the season ends here in the next two weeks. Should Matt Rule reshuffle things to have a true quarterback specialist mm-hmm. – Within his coaching staff, and yeah, I don't have, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know what Matt Rule's thinking. Um, is Marcus Satterfield considered a true quarterback specialist or just a true offensive coach? Yeah, I mean, what we know he's staying as offensive coordinator. We'll address that later. We know that, but yeah, you're right. He could Matt Rule could sh- shuffle, yeah, and say you're not going to coach quarterbacks anymore. You'll coach tight ends or whatever. Um, but you'll still be the offensive coordinator. We don't have to change the offense, but we got to get a quarterback specialist in here. I don't know. I did, Sean, come on. A lot of that depends on who the quarterback coach you're talking about is. Can you get a good one here? You know, like if why? you're asking me, Sip, should they get a quarterback, another quarterback's coach in here and reshuffle? My next question would be, well, you'd have to tell me who it is. You and, know, I don't know who, who, who we talking about. Well, and, they, and we don't know the answer to this either, but why are all the quarterbacks seemingly having similar mistakes? Well, that's a fair question, and Matt Rule would tell you it's a fair question because he said in the press conference following the Maryland game that it's happening across multiple players, which means they're you, you got to look at the coaches, include any points to himself in that. So, yeah, it's it's damning, but I I would like – I would hope these guys, these three guys, take take accountability. This is not all that it's not all on the coaches that they take accountability. Because if they go to Wisconsin and just play adequately, you can win the game. You don't, you don't have to do much. If they play like they played at Michigan State; they'll lose. Yeah, if they play against Maryland, like Maryland, they'll lose. If they just play adequately, two turnovers, maybe one, that you win. Probably. Well, you saw what they the Illinois game. They played pretty well. They, they turned Heinrich, it over. Heinrich. They turned it over late. Yeah, a well, couple that was just of, Heinrich, right? Well, Emmett Johnson and um. Well, I know, but Heinrich quarterback. Right. quarterback. I mean, the offense turn. I'm just talking in general yeah. the offense. But you saw for three plus quarters, they weren't necessarily generating a lot of drives, but their defense dominated. Yeah, it was enough. They were doing enough. Now they did fumble late, but you're right. Before that, they were doing enough. That's and that's what you got to do against Wisconsin. Well, in the in the Northwestern game, um, they didn't. The turnovers weren't bad in that game either. No, they weren't. And the, the when there were a couple, the defense held up and forced field goals. Got a good defense. You so got a good defense that's still playing at a high level. Put them in those positions. All right. Before- Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. Before we get on to headline number two, Huskerland headlines brought to you by CHI Health. When you're, uh, we're talking about heart care month here. When you need heart care, you know you are in good hands with CHI Health, Nebraska, Heart, and Lincoln. They're offering the community's most advanced heart care 
at their hospital located on 91st and Pine Lake Road, just north of Highway 2 here in Lincoln. The experts at CHI Health Nebraska Heart put our heart and soul, plus the latest in cardiac and vascular technologies into caring for our community. The highly specialized team works closely with you to get you back on your feet and uh, from a major heart issue that happens, offering the highest level of care to keep your heart beating strong. Our heart care extends beyond Lincoln too, with expert cardiovascular care at all 14 hospitals with heart experts who live and travel to 35 communities across Nebraska, Southwest Iowa, and Northern Kansas. More than 600,000 people will die of heart disease every year. Learn your heart's real age by taking an online quiz at chihealth.com slash heart risk thanks again here to chi health for sponsoring us here on husker online headlines okay let's get into number two um there's a legit chance for nebraska's defense to pitch a shutout this week against a struggling badger team that found itself down by 21 points a week ago to northwestern who is not an offensive juggernaut by any means no, no. So you're saying Nebraska could pitch a pitch a shutout? Yes. Your headline. You, this is your headline. Yeah, one hundred percent. They could. I I think they can keep Wisconsin out of the end zone. I don't like to say for sure, but here's the deal. This is not going well at Wisconsin. This change from the Barry Alvarez blueprint. You know, you know, recruit a bunch of big curd eating blonde offensive linemen in a lot of cases that are hulkingly big. Um, and then then run a power running game, you know, and play action passes. The, so they've they've done what Nebraska did in 2004. They've gone away from what kind of made them Wisconsin. They've you know what they did? They went away from a way of life. They what Wisconsin do, has done is gone away from a way of life, and they're trying this air raid, and it's not it's not working. Why is this? Why do they have a? Ch why does Nebraska have a chance to pitch a shutout? Here's why: Nebraska's vulnerability of late has been giving up vertical pass plays, explosive pass plays, deep shots. Wisconsin can't do it. They just literally can't do it. They couldn't do it before they lost Bryson Green. Now Bryson Green went down with an injury late in the Northwestern game and was carted off. I guess there's a possibility that you see him. I doubt it. Even with Green. They're not he, well. They're not very good with that. They're Braylon Allen is. I, I don't know. He played three plays last week and they took him out because of his ankle. They just don't have much offensively. Tanner Mordecai three touchdown passes, three picks this year. I mean, he's all right, but this reminds you. I mean, you hate to use the Bill Callahan example, but Wisconsin going out of like the historical Wisconsin offense mm -hmm. into something pretty drastic. Yeah, and. I think we just all assume that Luke Fickle was this coaching Ken doll. He's going to walk in there with his, he's in shape. He's young. He's going to just get it going right away. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not easy. And I, I think you almost got to look back at what Barry Alvarez and guys like Chris accomplished there. Yep. They stuck with a similar yep. blueprint. They're getting off that blueprint. They're off it to do something different. They're and, off and it. they're realizing it's not that easy. And Barry Alvarez figured out a blueprint how to kind of work with what he had to work there with. Big yeah, it, bodies, big people. It's curious to me what when when programs do this, and sometimes it works. And you could find examples where it has worked, but it's it's not easy. And it's not, it hasn't worked. It doesn't mean it's not 
it doesn't mean Luke Fickle is going to be unsuccessful at Wisconsin, but it's a bit of a it's a problem right now. Their offense is is struggling mightily, and I don't. Now, if they get Braylon Allen back, which I think is a long shot, it kind of changes the conversation. But you know, they they lost Ches Malusi to a injury earlier in the season. You remember Garendo? He's at Louisville now, and he's tearing it up. He he transferred. He was good in Lincoln last year. They he he left, and they just don't have much at running back now. Well, and think about this: their Vegas over under was nine and a half. That's points. amazing. So they're at five, and you know they have a chance to get to seven. But they're you know they, they play Minnesota last last game, so it's they possible. could lose them both. They could lose them both. Yeah, it's kind of like Nebraska could win them both, could lose them both. But I, I do like Nebraska's chance to keep Wisconsin out of the end zone and maybe and maybe pitch a shutout. That Iowa law, the Washington State loss to start the year, kind of got your attention. That Washington State Absolutely. hammered them. Absolutely. But then the Iowa loss, it's almost like they haven't really recovered. I mean, they were able to come back and beat Illinois. Yeah. Um, once Johnny Newton was ejected from the game for targeting, they uh-huh. they went on a run, and Johnny Newton might be the best draft prospect in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, um, so that was a big hit for Illinois in that game, and they they won that game. But other than that, there ha- the, it's been one of the worst months of Wisconsin football that I can time. remember. Yeah, in a long time. You're right. The I did watch the Iowa game. Was Nebraska off that week? Why yeah, was it I was. Watching? I, I watched it in Kansas City. Yeah, I watched that game, and it was striking to me that that Iowa's defense basically knew in the second half after Mordecai went down with a hand injury that they weren't, they were, Iowa, Iowa clearly was confident Wisconsin wasn't going to score. And that's when they had, by the way, Wisconsin had Braylon Allen in that game, Sean. So now they don't You got a kid named a kid named Jackson. Well, Bra- Braylon Allen might play, but he, he might play a little bit. He might play. Maybe they get him well. I don't His know. His upright running style has proven, though, it's not sustainable to last. In, mm-hmm. in the last two years in a row, he's gotten hurt. Um, his freshman year, he was outstanding. I mean, he, he was almost 2,000 yards as a freshman. Yeah, he's, a, he's a bear. So so at receiver, again, I don't think you'll see Bryson Green, who's one of their best guys. And then you, you've heard of Chimari Deke. He's, he is hurt, too. Now, he had one target last week. It's possible – he was coming off an injury. It's possible they get him back a little bit too, but he's not much of a downfield threat. They just don't even have that. So yeah, I mean, I I know it sounds. I know some people are going to be God. What's simple? On I mean, he's talking about a shutout. Nah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they can hold him to a couple field goals for sure. I I just don't. I I think it's going to be a hard hard time. Wisconsin's going to have a hard time getting in the end zone. I mean, last week Nebraska played a thirteen ten game. It's yeah. going to be something like that again. Yeah, thirteen ten, um, with a late you know with a late field goal by Maryland. But yeah, I think this I think it's very similar. To and that. for Nebraska, I don't see them being able to. I mean, those freshman over the top plays. Teams are ready for Jalen Lloyd and Malachi Coleman. Those are going to be harder to come by. Yeah, staying with Nebraska's defense though. Nebraska's defense is healthy. I mean. It, I, th- I think Quentin get, Newsom's the only is Newsom. I thought Newsom's coming back. Well, we don't know that yet for sure, though. Okay. Like, I mean, he missed the game last week, so you know. I mean, will he be a full availability? Is we won't know till that injury report comes out, right? But they're pretty. Nebraska's generally healthy. They're still playing defense at a high level. They didn't play well at Michigan State. Didn't attack, but they came back against Maryland and were back to them kind of their attacking selves. So I do expect him to really cause a Wisconsin problem. 
All right, before we go to headline number three, Husker Online Headlines, brought to you by Bauer Underground. They're helping shape Nebraska's infrastructure future, and they're looking for members to join their team. They've got open positions for laborers, equipment operators, aerial linemen, and foremen. Bauer Underground searching for the best in construction. Visit BauerUnderground.com to learn more about career opportunities and industry-leading benefits, including competitive pay, employer-paid health insurance, dental, disability, vision, life insurance, 401k match, new top-line equipment, and a clothing allowance. No experience, no problem. They'll train the right people in the field. They'll give you that hands-on experience that you need to build a long and rewarding career. Want to learn more? Visit Bauer Underground on Facebook to view the testimonials, from the Bauer teammates and hear about their experiences, the company culture, and the importance of their work. Bauer Underground is family-owned. They've got crews and work sites all across Nebraska. So wherever you live here in the state, they've got an opportunity for you. Like and follow Bauer Underground on Facebook. Come start your new career today. Thank you to Bauer Underground for sponsoring us here on Husker Online Headlines. All right, headline number three. We're not even to Thanksgiving, but Ted Carter gives athletic director Trev Alberts an early Christmas gift um, about a month before Carter will start his new job at Ohio State as the president of the Ohio State University system. Um, very interesting development this week, considering um, the changes that were made behind the scenes to even allow this to happen. If you remember back to the summer, they mm -hmm. switched the entire leadership structure, Steve Sippel, up at the University of Nebraska, where the president, not the campus chancellor, oversaw athletics the athletic director reports to the president now not the campus chancellor which had never been done before they mm -hmm. did that all to appease pit tread ted carter to keep him happy make him stay well he still leaves to go to ohio state ted and, carter ted carter it takes the job as ohio state's president so in the meantime um he's got a few months left trev alberts does not know who that new president's going to be ted carter with the powers he still has by the powers the regents gave him mm -hmm. was able to give Athletic Director Trev Alberts, a new eight-year deal with $18 million guaranteed in the deal with a lot of look-in periods that will ensure that Alberts will be one of the highest-paid athletic directors in the country. There's also a $3 million end-of-contract bonus as well. Pretty good deal. Um, quite a payday. If we see Trev Alberts, he might be buying our dinner at the Tornado Room Steakhouse Friday night. Yeah, he got a good deal. You know, he's got a tough job. No uh, doubt, no doubt. Yeah, Trev does have a tough job and should be well compensated this is eyebrow raising it's eyebrow raising i mean more, more from the carter angle carter on his way out the door to ohio state as you mentioned leaving in january now keep in mind he he, he can do this without regent approval because they gave him this power right so he the regents didn't need to approve this uh, he had support though um, Ted had support by for two this. key regions, uh, Tim Clare and Rob Schaefer. Right. So I think, I mean, obviously Ted Carter trusts Trev at a high level. They have a, they had a relationship that dates before even Trev took the Nebraska AD job. Um, when, you know, Ted came on as the universe, the university system president, when he came on, Trev was still at UNO hockey, hockey. Hockey's key in this discussion, I think, because UNO had hockey. The Admiral, Ted Carter, former hockey player at Navy, loves the sport, formed a relationship with Trev, and they've, they've had a bond. And 
this is probably somewhat a product of that bond, but it's also a product of trusting Trev. Now, this is where one one other thing I'd add before you jump in here, Sean, is you know this about Trev, and this doesn't guarantee success, but he does have Nebraska's best interest at heart. You know that. And if I'm if there's reason to be comfortable with this extraordinary kind of remarkable deal, it's that for me. I think the only you know, thing I've heard from a lot of Husker fans, because we've talked to a lot of people around the state at our events, is the number of years. I mean, why eight? Like, how do you get to eight? Like, why not just four or five? I mean, that, that would be, mm-hmm. you're going to come up with some fair critique. You know, what? Yeah, why? Is it the stadium project? Is it to be in line with Matt Rule's contract? But why would eight years What 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 is the significance of eight? Was Trev Alberts possibly up for another position? Could be. That had other things involved that could have rate. I mean, there, there are a lot of things there we don't know. Um, but in the administrator world, an eight-year deal like this. Rare. I mean, Barry Alvarez didn't have a deal like that. No, it's rare. It's rare. Um, Jamie Pollard doesn't have a deal like this. I don't this. think so. I, I just know it's rare. Um, so, yeah, it was eyebrow-raising. It You know what, Sean? And I think they did it at a good time. And I don't think it's a coincidence necessarily. Do it during a late-season game against a rival. When, well, that's, what we, that's what we want to be talking about where it maybe doesn't dominate the conversation. I And it hasn't. It you hasn't. It reminds me of when Frost got that random extension before the Wisconsin game. Yeah. In 2019, they took his initial seven-year deal, and they made it nine years, mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere. Kind of out of nowhere. And, and this, is, this kind of has a similar feel, like, wait a minute, Frost is in his second year at Nebraska. They don't have a winning record. <laughs> he just yes. took his deal from seven to nine years. It's kind of – yeah, Trev's in his third year um, – you know, some people would suggest why not wait to see how the rule tenure is going? Why not wait to see how now the fundraising, how the fundraising for the Memorial Stadium project goes? It's really interesting. Most of the times, people will say around the country, you just judge an AD by how his football coach is doing that he hired. Not this is different. The, this is a the it's a different discussion here because of the stadium project. I look at it like this: I'll he'll be judged by how rule does and how this stadium project goes. And Will the state Senate eventually have to get involved, you know, with like a lobbyist that's helping the university oh, yeah. to, if they don't involved meet, in what fashion, go ahead and say it. How much money are they going to ask for? Ask money from the state. Yeah. Well, how much? And quite a bit. I imagine I'll ask for. Yeah. It's, there's a lot there, yeah. um, you know, and it, where they're putting uh, everything on Trev Alberts to be the guy right. to get this done. I mean, they're giving him full autonomy that the new president, when he comes in, you know, can't touch Trev. Like that's always a huge, and that, and again, that's kind of speaks to probably the length and the sum of the contract. He does have a ton of pressure on him. Trev, the, basically, the new president, they're going to hire a new president. Say, you leave this guy alone. Don't even. He's got eight years. Don't even bother him. Yeah, but, I mean, leave it, him alone. That scares me when you say. I, that. I know, but, but but like he's untouchable. Get, he's I, untouchable. Yeah, I get what you're. Yeah, he's untouchable, but he has. It's like anybody else. I don't think you can just let him go off on his own and do everything. He's no. got to be managed. I mean, well, and, and what if it's a guy that he doesn't work well with? Right. Well, it could be that and we don't know that yet. But anyway, you have to acknowledge that Trev has a ton of pressure on him because most presidents aren't like Ted Carter or Hank Balance for that matter. Both presidents had s- sports backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So will they get a president in place? that at least has a sports vision. Yeah. We don't even know that. No. I mean, 
and they may not have that president named until June. Right. So, yeah, Ted, Ted, I don't know. It's a very interesting move out the door by Ted Carter. It's the outgoing person who managed Trev, handed him a, a bushel of money, bushels of money. And now Trev will be overseen by another, by another president and there was no way anyone can stop him i mean that's the other thing that's interesting about like the regions not could really. not have stopped this no um, not officially i mean you know i wonder it's within little, his powers it's within his powers i wonder if the regents would could have gotten together if they wanted to and said hey we this is this doesn't this is unsightly i don't know that people think it's unsightly i think that there's people that kind of look at it with a crooked brow like really but but the see years. sean i'm telling you I am struck by how little how little commentary and conversation it's generated. It seems like people moved on really fast. Well, in eight years in Nebraska athletics world is like 20 years. I mean, it is. How many people make it eight years here? Right. How many people have made it eight years here? Well, that's a good point. But you know this, Trev wants to make no, it. No, he wants. I mean, it, this also says like he's going to be the Jamie Pollard of Nebraska, the yeah. Barry Alvarez. They want him to be the AD here. For well, a I long hope time. it's like Jamie Pollard. I mean, I hope it turns out that well. And Jamie Pollard's got to um, hire multiple football coaches. He fired Dan McCarney, mm -hmm. brought in Gene Chizik, fired Gene Chizik, brought in Paul Rhodes, fired Paul Rhodes. Mm -hmm. Then he hired um, the guy that they got now. Well, Trev's certainly in the position that if Rule doesn't fare well, he'll Matt get another, he'll get another swing at it. Yeah, there's no, I mean, unless they want to pay a guy a lot of money, which Nebraska has been very good at doing that over the years. Mm -hmm. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All right, let's take it to headline number four. But before we get to that, um, Huskerland Headlines brought to you by Caldera Lab. I've uh, been telling you all about Caldera Lab this football season. It's a great men's skincare product. Helps you take care of your face, make you look young. You feel fresh. You feel great. It takes 30 seconds. Put it on in the morning. Put it on at night. Uh, you put some stuff underneath your eyes as well. Uh, I do it every morning. Uh, I've been using it all football season. I've seen the results. I've felt the results. 94% of men who use Caldera Lab have seen results with the product. Uh, women listeners, it's a great Christmas present. St stick it in your husband's stocking. Get it get, get it done early. And we've got a great present or a great promo for you here at Husker Online. You'll get 20% off Caldera Lab uh, on your first order here. Go to calderalab.com and use promo code Husker. That's calderalab.com, promo code Husker, and you'll get 20% off your order. Uh, once again, thanks to Caldera Lab for sponsoring us here on Husker Online Headlines. Okay, headline number four, some huge news in the Big Ten West Oh God! at Iowa and Northwestern. Let's start with Iowa first. Arguably the best defensive player in the conference and the best punt returner in the conference, Cooper DeGene, the corner from Iowa, out for the season with a leg injury. And this is massive because Ouch. what does Iowa feed off of? Turnovers. And he's one of their best guys at forcing turnovers mm -hmm. and field position. He's one of their best guys at forcing great field position Man. because of what he gives them in the punt return game. Right. Cooper DeGene gone. 
Now, he didn't play against Nebraska last year either in that game uh, when Trey Palmer went off. So, yeah, Nebraska just keeps I, – I, I mean, I, I hesitate to phrase it this way. They just keep getting breaks. And I don't – I just mean I, I don't like to – I don't want this to sound like I'm celebrating or Nebraska fans should be celebrating a young man's injury. But, man, Iowa down – they lose McNamara. They lose Eric All the tight end. They lose Luke Lachey, the tight end. These are all very good players. Now they lose their best one. So it's a break. I mean, it's a break for Nebraska. They don't get Iowa at, 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 at what Iowa was to begin the season. Now, Nebraska is not what it was to begin the season either, but God. It could be a 3 nothing game. Yeah, it's remarkable. No, I still think Iowa will win the West. They just right? got to win one game. Now, win one damn game. Think about this, though. Nebraska wins in Madison, which easily could happen. Yes, and Illinois beats Iowa, which easily could happen. Yeah. The game in Lincoln next week is for the West. Oh, God. That would be it's a West Championship game. Oh, God, that gives me a headache in a good way. I God, I just want that to happen so bad. You better call El Toro and just yeah. get him ready in case Steve Sipple's oh. coming back to Indy. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how interesting it would be if Iowa and Nebraska are playing for the West. I mean, it'd be, it'd be re remarkable theater. With Brian Ferentz in his last regular season game as a Hawkeye, and maybe Kirk Ferentz, for all we know. I mean, yeah, just remarkable theater that would be remarkable. And it, come on, Nebraska. I mean, you can do this. You can do this. You can beat Wisconsin. I, I mean, give it like a thirty percent chance of that playing out. <laughs> what, what would you give it? That Iowa and Nebraska a little higher. So no, no, that oh, that no, oh, that they would be playing for the West. I wouldn't go that high. Fifteen. Yeah. 15% chance. Okay. 30 is pretty high. But I mean, I, we're talking about the Big on Ten Illinois West. Now. You're counting on Illinois. Illinois is good. They went off last week. Strange move by Bielema this, this week to go back to Altmeyer. I don't I don't understand it. He goes back to Altmeyer as the starter after John Paddock throws for 502 yards. I don't like why are we going back to Altmeyer? Because you know why? You know why? Because he says. You don't lose your job to you don't lose your job to injury. They won though, right? Sometimes you do lose your job to injury. I mean, come on. But anyway, yeah, 15s, I guess I'll take that. I give Nebraska a good chance. Well, we'll discuss it at the end, but a good chance to beat Wisconsin. I'll just leave it at that. Well, and then you have Northwestern. Um, yeah, that they, big news. Uh, they are reportedly going to remove the interim tag off David Braun. I know Pete Thamel reported that, um, and Northwestern isn't announced it as well, and. They have um, or they have? They have. David Braun named the head coach at Northwestern here to stay. That was announced today. Uh, Pete Thamel broke that yesterday as well on Wednesday. Um, but their version of Mickey Joseph in an interim all-season role worked out. And I think Northwestern, I wrote this today in our article on Husker Online, it's a different job. Like You can't just restock that roster through the portal. Good point. Like you can't just transfer to Northwestern. No, like that's not a school for everyone. No, I mean it, it's really hard to get in there. Like, yep. like there are entire high schools that you go to where you might have one kid that could get into Northwestern. Good God! And they're not just going to let a bunch of transfer portal guys go in there and hand out those degrees. So, I think the challenges there are unique, and they need to keep their roster in place because clearly they have a pretty decent roster. Not too bad. You saw it firsthand. I mean, they really hit you on defense. And when they have Brendan Sullivan or Ben Bryant, excuse me, when they have Ben Bryant playing quarterback, I mean, they're pretty salty. Now they got five wins, chance to get seven. I mean, Sean, I, in our private conversations, I've sort of 
said, ah, do, does Northwestern, should they make this decision to keep Braun? It felt emotional to me. But, man, if they win seven or even six, <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get I get it. Where I – where I – where you, you have to be careful in these situations is like Mississippi State with Zach Arnett. Mississippi State went with Zach Arnett. How did it didn't work? Yeah, it didn't work. Okay. The tragedy of Mike Leach was tough, though. Like that it was, was, but it was an emotional decision. They went with a guy instead of going out and hiring somebody. I know Northwestern could have gotten a name. They could, there's guys interested in that job. Okay? I think the fear, though, of having to find like 40 new players in one year to meet the qualification yep. standards to transfer to yep. Northwestern yep. And, and high school recruits. I mean, it's this is not Nebraska where you can get in with a 17 on your ACT. Yeah, it's tricky. You're right. This is, and this was a hat, it couldn't have been. An, I mean, it was easy probably from the standpoint that you can really sell it to the fan base because it's a nice story and it's, and it plays to your emotions. So it makes sense, and it'll really make sense if they win a couple hey, more. Hey, he's having a better year than anyone ever projected for Pat Fitzgerald with the same roster. Uh, absolutely. People revered Pat Fitzgerald as one of the best coaches in the league. This is, this is, this is a Big Ten coach of the year. Probably. This same team went one. Now, I'm a voter on that, and, and today, if I had a vote, I'd vote him Big, Big Ten coach of the year. Or should I just vote Harbaugh so everyone says, who's the guy that voted for Harbaugh? Yeah, don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. Unless you want a lot of attention. Okay, I mean, I get like, Ohio State talk shows going after me. Yeah, it would. You'd get more attention than you'd ever want. No, yeah, those the, like the people that you've been a voter on the AP. Did you ever mess up where like you got like called out for a, a mistake? I uh, maybe one time, but nothing major. Nothing. It's easy to do though. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, it is. Really I easy. just got my ballot for all Big Ten today, and we have until after the champ, or excuse me, we have until after Black Friday weekend to get it turned in. Uh, but it, it takes a lot of work to put those football ballots. Yeah, in. and here's what I'd say about those. I'm always, I, 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 when I used to do it, I hated it because how would I judge the offensive line? I mean, how do you adequately judge? I offensive mean, luckily, line? like Pro Football Focus gives you the metrics to look at, like the sacks and all the penalty. I mean, you have every metric to to study. Now, I'm not sure everybody gets that, but we have that. So I use that, that helps to, a lot to look at the grades and the metrics just to make sure. That you helps. know, and and. I'll say like that helps three or four of the five are usually pretty easy to vote for on the O-line. It's like the last spot or two that you have to really, there might be four guys that you look at for the last two spots. There you go. And, and they specify, I believe centers like its own spot. You know, yeah. They, they don't want just five O-line. Right. Right. So yeah, these are, those, those are huge. Those are huge bits of news out of the big 10 this week that Iowa lost to Gene and Northwestern named Braun. I mean, it's gigantic. Then we other college football moves. I mean, A and gonna be looking for a coach. Mm -hmm. Mississippi State, you mentioned, is gonna be looking for a coach. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some other shakeups. Trying to think, who else are we missing? I don't know. Um, James Madison, by the way, uh, will not be able to play in their conference title game. That was another uh, college football headline this week, which I'm okay. I mean, that's the rule. Like they've put in this rule for every team that's transferred from FCS up to FBS, you can't play in postseason for the first two years. Every team's had to abide by that rule, so I, I get it. Like, why do they get to not abide by it now? Uh, why would you? I mean, it seems strange to penalize. Them. Well, change it in the off season. You can't do it in the middle of the season. I guess you can't change bylaws like that. Although college football is in some ways odd to me. Like, why not just change the bylaw right now? Because Appalachian State, when they transitioned, I think they probably could have made a bowl and they couldn't. You know, now they're going to allow James Madison and Jacksonville State. 
um, they can play in a bowl game as long as there's not enough six and six teams to fill. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance if Nebraska loses both that they still could go to a bowl. <laughs> they could back into one. Which wouldn't feel great, but it would be something. <laughs> it'd be something. I mean, you don't want to turn it down. No. You don't want to turn it down. Because it because it's it is, you know, some people, Sean, they kind of try to poo-poo the the extra practices. Don't do that. Those extra practices are meaningful. They've stacked up a lot over yeah, the years. They have. You've 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 lost out on too much practice time. You have a young offense here at Nebraska, young players, freshmen, sophomores, all over the place. The more pra- the more time they get, the better. That's a part of the discussion. Okay, before we get to headline number five, Husker Online headlines brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, we've chosen to partner with Underdog Fantasy here at Husker Online. They are super easy to use. You just go on the app. You pick whether your favorite player is going to have a higher or lower stat total than what's listed. You do it between two to five different picks, um, and you're in business. If you go five for five, you can go 20 times your money. Um, so it's a real fun way to watch, engage with games. You could say Patrick Mahomes is going to have more than 280 yards. Travis Kelsey is going to have less than 75 yards passing. Um, you can do college players, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL hockey, you name it. It, it allow, allows you to have fun and, and do it in an easy way on your phone. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, check out Underdog Fantasy on the App Store. Uh, we've got a great deal where you can get your first deposit double up to $100 just simply use promo code Husker uh, on underdogfantasy.com. Put in $100. They'll double that and give you another $100. Uh, you must be 18 uh, to play. And president of state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your, your play. Call 800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Thank you to Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring us here on the Husker Online Show. All right, final headline. Number five, Matt Rule squelches the conversation about firing his offensive coordinator, Marcus Satterfield. And, you know, Penn State made a move this week on their offensive coordinator, James Franklin, after their 24-15 loss to Michigan, uh, where they made some game management mistakes, like going for two when they shouldn't have early and then going for two again late when they shouldn't have. Uh, Just dumb things that really were questioned. On Monday morning, they made the move and fired their offensive coordinator, uh, excuse me, Sunday. It's led to a lot of discussion. Nebraska's offense has struggled. Will Matt Rule look at something different with his offensive situation next year? And Steve Sipple, he immediately squelched that discussion on Monday. Yeah, he wasn't even asked about it. I mean, it wasn't, it was just part of the discussion. And and I thought it was was the I thought these were the most important and interesting comments of the week that 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 he said, I'm not making a change. And he said, why would I make these guys learn a whole new language? He could have said, why would I make these young guys on offense, all these young guys, uh, learn a whole new offensive language? That's what we're talking about. Um, It's not necessarily – it depends who you bring in as to how profound the difference is in offenses. But they're they're learning a new language no matter what if you you do that. Why do that? Especially, again, with so many young players. These are – these are these are important matters, and it's I like that rule got in front of it because it's there's it's a common sense discussion, but there's no doubt that like the quarterback room, if you know if Matt wouldn't have said that stuff, the ghost quarterbacks would wonder, are we going to have Satterfield next next year? That uneasiness is a factor. 
Now, Matt ended it. And now the last thing I'd say, Sean, is with Satterfield, I it's it's sort of a two-pronged discussion. They sort of bleed into each other, and they sort of don't. As far as his offensive coordinator play-calling duties, I kind of give him a pass because of all the injuries. I don't expect much from this offense with the personnel they have. If they had Marcus Washington and Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda – um, it's the turnovers and, 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 and Xavier Betts and Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin, uh, and a couple of more, you know, Turner Corcoran and who else? I mean, there's another offensive lineman injured. I, I would look Piper. I would look at it differently now. Now, as far as a quarterback job and coaching the quarterbacks, I don't give him a pass. This has been terrible. It's been embarrassing. It's a horrible, he's done a horrible job with those guys. That's the only way to say it. I bet you he would say that. I bet you Marcus Satterfield would would say, yeah. It, it, I mean, you have 22 turnovers. Well, what was their plan when they came in on offense? They were going to build this thing around who? Sims. And it's been a disaster. A, an utter disaster. They and picked the wrong guy. Their plan B was a guy that is a tight end. I mean, that Mark Whipple wanted to move to tight end. Yeah, now, easy. Hendrick's a quarterback. No, I know. I'm saying the pre yeah. when they took over the job, the notes that Mark Whipple left for them said that this guy's another position. Absolutely. Um, think about the first week of camp. The reporters asked Harburg if he'd be open to move positions. One of the first questions to him. But and then then it's your guy. And it's your guy. And then Chuba, who's always been there, but has not been always available. Right. Um, so that's where it all starts. I mean. They, they put all their NIL and poker chips on Jeff Sims. Amigos did. Acres Equipment did. All these people said, this is the guy. Yeah. Gary Michaels Clothing. Well, this based, is the guy. They based it on what the coaches said about him during the offseason, which, as you recall, was glowing. Glowing. In Remember? the spring. You hear yeah. stories in the spring. Yeah. I mean, I wrote some of it. I mean, they saw something in Sims – I don't know if it's a seven-on-seven seven matter where if you see a 6'4", 220-pounder that has a pretty release, you might kind of fall in love with him and not think, okay, how is he going to look? How is how's Jeff Sims going to look in 11-on-11 against Big Ten tough defenses in, in weather that's imperfect and sometimes just terrible? Then what's it look like? Seven-on-seven seven is – I think seven-on-seven seven can – present a misleading picture because it's clean it's clean they're in short pants there's no tackling i mean I, a guy can look really good in that setting and it doesn't carry over to 11 on 11 when the heat is on or when the heat is on in the cold it's and you see the big 10 defenses sean even these teams that we say aren't very good just hit the living hell out of you oh yeah Har harburg hasn't lasted Right. We got, I mean, he got hammered. And it was not even the Big Ten games, the Louisiana Tech and Northern Illinois game, where he got hit hard in those games. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And everyone – But think about how Purdue hit him. Think about those, those edge guys. Edge guys, how they hit him, how that safety hit him down near the goal line. I mean, those are those are like violent hits. It just really makes you the, – the way the players are developed in this league more for the future of the NFL, mm -hmm. like the old-school Nebraska, like, Crouch-style offense. Like, could Crouch have made it through a season? Good question. I mean, I don't know. Now, Crouch was tough. Tougher than – he was but like a leather – They didn't he was hit like, that hard in the Big 12. He was like a leather boot now. And Frost was, too. 
it depends who you're talking about. But there would always be like four or five games where you just knew Nebraska was going to win by 40 points. Yeah, and you didn't worry about your quarterback getting hit that much. It's different. It's a different world. You the, see how they get hit. The now. money in this league has equalized everybody. Where yeah. They all have developed players and good coaching staffs. Yeah, and, and again, I go back to the defenses. I, I I marvel at what I watch from like Northwestern. When we saw Northwestern play Nebraska, that is a veteran defense. And they, they they were crushing hits in that game. So, yeah. And, you know, smart football guys told me in September, Sipple, Harburg, the, the option can work for a while. But teams will figure it the out. The edge plays too good. They'll get better. The edge plays good. And then when it gets cold, those hits feel a lot different. In the cold weather, those hits feel a lot different. Well, and there's one problem with the option. If they overplay it and put a man on the quarterback and a man on the running back, who are you going to option? Well, that and good. See, that's the thing. There's in when you play good teams with good edge guys, they have edge guys that can take the quarterback and the running back. But a lot of teams have been putting someone on Harburg and the pitch man. The whole point of the option is you you force a player to make a choice. Well, what if there's no choice to make? That's true. And but there's some guys on the edge that can handle both. And then you're really in trouble. Then you're really in trouble because the numbers don't. And you know that the, the option pass play it worked twice in the year. It's gonna be hard for that to work against the next you knew, two weeks. You knew the net. You knew after the second one, teams teams will be watching. I mean, Michigan State threw that play down like a rag doll. Yeah, when they tried to. I mean, they're prepared for it. When they see a certain look and mm-hmm. it's Coleman or Lloyd, mm-hmm. and it's under center, one hundred. They know to yep. be ready for that option pass play. Yep. It's gonna be really hard to surprise. Yeah, you any- almost gotta try to work off of it. Not, but I'm not paid enough to know. How you pay me well, but not that well. I don't know what you do to work off of. Hey, and I'm going to feed you well Friday. Oh, why? Why is we're that going to Tornado Room and what's Steakhouse um, in Madison? In what May- does that mean? We get some steak. Yeah, how good? Oh, uh, it, it's going to be out there. Megan, see if you can pull a picture up of this place, the Tornado Room in Madison. Um, one of my favorite spots in the Big Ten. <laughs> Robert and I, this will be our fourth. I think at least our fourth time. You've talked about it. I've heard you talk about. Well, it. it's old school. It's dim. Oh, that's what I like. And, you know, it's 1960s. Mm, God, that's beautiful. You know, and it's it's one of those places. What I like, yeah, there there, there's the bar. <laughs> Megan's amazing. She got the, the bar She's in the amazing. restaurant. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like But Michigan. we can uh, walk in from our hotel to this place. We've sat at the bar. We've sat in the lounge before. The first time we went there, we didn't realize how hard it was to get a reservation. And there was some truck driver that was in Madison by himself. And he just told Robert and I we could join him at his table. <laughs> and, and, one of, and one of those little booths there. See these little booths? And, it's a lonely truck driver. And so we sat with this guy we didn't know from Adam at our first trip there. And, and Robin's like, God, that was weird. I'm like, yeah, it was. But the steak it's was beautiful. good. It was that's, good actually, steak. that's beautiful. I hope there's a... There's we have a reservation. We I have hope a, there's a truck driver there that needs, needs company. company. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, we got you. Look at those drinks. Yeah, th- this is a great place. Um if you're a Husker fan and you want to go there, oh god, that looks you good. Can, you can get in the bar. Um, it's first come, first serve in the bar, but the restaurant side usually we're sitting at a table though. Yeah, right? we have a table. Okay. So hopefully we'll see you there Friday night. If not, we're gonna be at State Street Brats, and uh that will be the unofficial media party Friday night. Yeah, I probably won't make that, but I'll definitely do the tornado room. Tornado room, club yeah. room. Yeah, I'm doing a tornado room. So we will oh, have even a- got a jukebox. Don't don't let, me know that. don't let me bring your that. quarters. Don't let me bring your quarters, sir. 
All right. Well, they surely make you put dollars in there. Um, we've got a great special going on right now this week at Husker Online uh, for the Wisconsin game for the trophy game series. By the way, the uh, Freedom Trophy. Yeah, it's a Freedom Trophy, right? Not the Liberty. I keep wanting to say Liberty Trophy. No, it's the Freedom Trophy. It's the Freedom Trophy. <laughs> the Freedom Akamaladen Trophy. No, it's the, the Freedom, freedom Trophy. trophy. Um, the but we had a great trophy. <laughs> We got a great special for the Freedom Trophy game yeah. this weekend. God. 50% off HuskerOnline.com. Uh, you can get an annual subscription for half the price. It's the best deal you're going to get at Husker Online. Um, that runs through the weekend. So check us out at HuskerOnline.com. New subscribers only on that special. And we will be live as well from Camp Randall for our post-game live show. Um, we're shooting for a midnight start. We're told that we're probably going to be out of the stadium by a hard 1 a.m. Um, so... Uh, we're going to do our best to get close to an hour post-game talk, but we will be on live around midnight, Saturday night, um, after the Nebraska-Wisconsin game for Husker Online post-game live. For Steve Sipple, I'm Sean Callahan, signing off here for another edition of Husker Online Headlines.